It's the Emily T. Gibbs Show here on ESPNHawaii.com, and I'm at the Queen's Marketplace at BikeWorks Beach and Sport, uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort, and I'm delighted. I walked into BikeWorks Beach and Sport. I was at a CE class upstairs here at Queen's Marketplace. Everything goes on here at Queen's Marketplace, and I'm delighted to run into Ellie's working today, and John is back here working on bikes, and Carolyn Comandini and Grant. Grant, Grant Miller, who owns uh, BikeWorks, BikeWorks Kona, and uh, BikeWorks, uh, what is it, on Ali'i Drive? That's Kona Beach and Sport. Kona Beach and Sport, had a little used to be blank there. Used to be Hawaiian Pedals, we changed the name to Kona Beach and Sports. So formerly Hawaiian Pedals, the first place I ever got my bike, a, a mountain bike, probably 27 years ago, which was from Grant, because that's about, right. about when you yep. opened there, right? Yeah, yeah. 1989. And so thousands of people you've put on bicycles and into running shoes and everything over the years. Not just people from uh, the island of Hawaii, but from all over the world yeah, <laughs> over the true. years. So I was, it's nice that I was able to run into Grant here because there's so many things going on. I wanted to, I was going to, thought I might um, meet up with Rich Bell, who's the manager here at BikeWorks Beach and Sport. And uh, got minutes. Grant. Okay. <laughs> so, so some of the things that are going on that right in the next few weeks that BikeWorks has been for years have been supporters of PATH, people's advocacy for Trails Hawaii, Tina Clothier, the executive director, and as they say, uh, PATH, connecting people and places. And uh, one of the events you've got coming up that you're a supporter of with PATH is the Corner Brewers Festival Run for the Hops, 5K Run Walk, and a 10K, and that's coming up Saturday, March 11th, the wonderful Brewers Festival weekend. So let's talk a little bit about that. That'll that'll be down in Kona at the BMW. Yeah, that's where the the race starts. Yeah, the race starts at the BMW and kind of wraps around the old industrial area and uh, goes down into old A a little bit also. Um, But pretty flat on the 10K course, there is one big hill. Um, But um, yeah, it's a good event. Probably one of the biggest 10K races on the Big Island. Oops. On the island of Hawaii. Island of Hawaii. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe besides the the safety, what what do they call safety the, lane? Safety yeah, it used lane to be safety one. lane now. Yeah, yeah. Another name. But um, but great event, and they have um, they actually have beer at the Kona Brew. Well, the Kona Brewers right? Festival yeah. weekend. It's <laughs> celebrating all all things, not just yeah, running, but also yeah, having a yeah, having a brew yeah. at the end of your run. What I like about it is that it features people going around Old Airport Park, which really we like to call Makaeo Community Park for the Hawaiian name, and the Makaeo uh, walking not, jogging I'm not path. Not going to be able to keep up with all these changes. <laughs> so, uh, but that's right there, the uh, community park where a gymnasium is and the soccer fields and just so much going on. It okay. is my favorite place so in what's town. The name now? Uh, Makaeo. Maka'eo. Yeah, just what like the Makaeo Walking for? Jogging Park. Uh-huh. Okay, that's the original Hawaiian name. Oh, okay. And do, so you know, just, do you know what it means? I don't. I should know that, and I have known it, but right at the, oh, my fingertips, right. I don't. Walked in with no homework in my hands, okay. but we're going to kind of go from what some. I do know. Right. But, again, it's the Corner Brewers Festival Run for the Hops, 5K, Run Walk, 10K, you know, presented by Bike Works and the Keoho Veterinary Hosp- Veterinarian Hospital. Saturday, March 11th, 7.30 a.m. start, the, the wonderful weekend of the Corner Brewers Festival. But, Grant, you've been supporters of PATH in so many ways for so many years. And 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 talk a little bit about that, about PATH. Talk a little bit about PATH. Um, I don't know what we'd do without PATH because I don't think we would have the Walua, uh, Walua Trail 
bike and pedestrian walkway, we wouldn't have probably half of the bike lanes that we have now. We wouldn't have bike ed in in all the, I believe, fourth grade school classes around the island. Um, but as as we all get older, we all know that you have to have an advocate that pushes your wants and needs. And if we didn't have PATH, we would be way behind. And um, there's some communities like Boulder or Denver that they have a lot of bike advocacy going on. And, and you see a ton of people riding around. It's great for families. And, and we want to be like that one day and path is our vehicle to do that and if you look back over the years i mean it is it was originally called the safety lane uh, committee and and tina clothier who's the executive director now was one of the founders of that with tony forten way back which is a nice story but in between of course ann peterson did a wonderful job as the director Mm -hmm. and laura dierenfield who's now in austin texas uh, working with the city of austin on their non-motorized uh plans and everything that they're doing so uh there have been a lot of people who put a lot of effort into it but certainly it's taken people like yourself with bike works you and janet uh you know being supportive and jeffrey um everybody that's that's worked so hard but you're doing a lot of trail cutting up in coloco and we we, um we really like the off-road riding um jeff and myself and a bunch of other people but um, there's a lot of places to ride your bike on the road, very few places to go off-road. So that's kind of our passion right now is trying to develop a bit more trails for riding off-road. And the other side of that is you've also encouraged people. You did with me. My first bike was a mountain bike. Right. And you used to go riding with me and take me places. And I love I love how you keep the spirit of that off-road biking. Yeah. And you and Jana, wow, you rode in the, the Xterra Championships last year. Was it last two year? Years two years ago. ago you know? Luckily, we missed last year because yes. that was like a I big heard. mud fest. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, going back, we're, we're all of these the funds raised at these events, like the Kona Brewers Festival Run for the Hops, coming up Saturday, March 11th. You can register online at pathhawaii.org. And while you're there, sign up for their newsletter. Wonderful newsletter. It becomes a, a stronger voice for PATH with more people signed up for that yeah. newsletter or send in a membership. But other way, whatever way you are a supporter, you can be a volunteer or whatever, but you can also sign up for the Brewers Festival at uh, Bike Works in Kona and uh, you know but going online is easy they've got it set up so you can do it very easily you can can go in the shop anytime between now and I think it's March 9th 9th or something yeah Yeah, March 9th is the last day you can do in-store registration but come on in just um, we don't actually take the payment so you need to bring cash or a check and um, we just Hold it for them, and then um, the day before the race, I believe. Yeah, you can you pick your up your packet. Pick up your race packet in the shop, and uh, beat the crowd, so to speak. You won't have to stand in line race morning, and you can grab grab your stuff the day before, and you'll be already can sleep in an extra 10 minutes. And uh, <laughs> Grant and I are up here at BikeWorks Beach and Sport in the Queens Marketplace, but BikeWorks Kona is down on Luhia Street in the old industrial area Correct. in Kona. 
And, you know, as, as we said, it's a fundraiser for the Hawaii Island fourth graders. Um, Honda, Big Island Honda is such a supporter of that yeah. bike safety ed. And the other thing is uh, they have adult ed classes, too. I've taken the adult ed classes. There's one coming up April 15th, and then they have one in July. But I really suggest to all ages. Um, in fact, I took mine from Rich Bell, who's your manager all here. Right. And there were a lot of things that I didn't realize and really hadn't been paying attention to that have been helpful in terms of uh, the bike safety ed. Yeah, we all get used to riding the way we want to ride. And, and uh, a lot of times we learned bad habits from the start but if you take this safety class it'll teach you the proper way of riding and um, once you do take that class then you start noticing how people are riding like when I'm driving my car I get irritated with the cyclist not following the rules you know and it's just like that guy needs to take the class and, yeah. and uh, it's just it's just good good information to learn how to ride safe and i think that irritation it comes from wanting that person to be more safe while they're out there yeah. riding because well, be they're more safe and um to be honest it's a little bit selfish because i know when somebody's riding like a i'll just say it like a jerk then that upsets the motorist i mean i'm a motorist too it upsets me and then next time i'm riding my bike i, I don't ride like a jerk but they they have a little less tolerance Absolutely. if I do make a mistake. Yeah. So share the um, road. Share the road. You guys put yeah. those stickers yeah. out. Yeah. That's yeah. really yeah. really but critical. If everybody rode responsibly, the friction between drive motorist and cyclist would be a lot smoother. So there Grant no Grant things. Miller, the owner of Bike Works Beach and Sport here at the Queens Marketplace and Kona Bike Works and. Uh, and uh, why do I draw a blank on the, the prior uh, Hawaiian pedals? Kona Beach and Sports. Kona Beach and Sports. <laughs> right. so I remember when you changed the name, that it just fits so nicely. Yeah, yeah. But there's so many things that you do do. But again, when Saturday, March 11th, the Kona Brewers Festival run for hops. But also, come up, Lava Man Waikoloa, coming up the weekend of March 31st, April 1st and 2nd. Kicks off with the uh, 5K run walk, sunset yeah. run here on a Friday right. evening. And uh, what a wonderful event because there's a couple thousand people and families that are out here for Lava Man Waikoloa, which is on the Sunday, April 2nd. But the 5K run is a great way to kick off that weekend. So let's talk a little bit about that. It's kind of a celebration for you because that was one of your first events you had out here at the Queen's Marketplace. Right, it was. And um, we used to, when we first opened the shop, we had a grand opening and a 10K race. And we kind of turned it over to the, you can't help that. You turned it over to um, Lava Man and did the sunset run with that. And um, we kind of geared it towards the spouses of the people who were racing um, or family members, other family members. And um, it's just a great way for them to go participate in the whole weekend's festivities. And um, some, some racers who race the following day or the, on Sunday do it also. But um, another great fundraiser for PATH, and it uh, starts at 5 or 5.30, and uh-huh. it's great. Usually the wind calms down, and the weather's perfect, and uh, it's just a great way to get out and check out the coastline and check out a little bit of the Lava Man course. Well, it's a three-mile run around Waikoloa Beach Resort. It's contained, yeah. and it's a great event because the next day is the, the Lava Kids event. And on this one, the families are running together, but they're, they're contained within the resort. So it's, it's nice that they have that 
that uh, opportunity to take a nice run around Waikoloa Beach Resort and get introduced to the resort, a lot of them. N not understand, know that they could come out here any day of the week and come out and yeah. get a run in a, in a contained area. Yeah, that's true. That course you can run on any day of the week. So, Grant, um, that's that's going to be on March 31st, Friday, March 31st, the 5K run walk, sunset run. Again, a fundraiser for PATH, People's Advocacy Correct. for Trails Hawaii, connecting yeah. people and places. Yeah. And, and um, I do want to say we have a lot of volunteers who help out with that race who aren't necessarily PATH members. So um, David Wild with the Konawina okay. High School Triathlon Club usually brings his group out. They run an aid station. Um, ton of PATH members and friends of PATH do it also and friends of the bike shop and um, it's amazing how many volunteers are, it takes to put on an event and um, without all those volunteers they wouldn't happen. And and what I love, so. like you mentioned David Weil and the, the uh, Kalakehe, uh, or is it Konawina, the, the triathlon it's, uh, club? It's Konawina. The Konawina yeah. and all of those clubs are bringing the, the high schoolers into the sport which wasn't happening years yeah. ago. And yeah, that's, that's really a nice segue. Wonderful. There's three high school triathlon teams now and um, it's pretty awesome to see those youngsters um, improve and it, it's actually really cool to see like when they first started uh -huh. they didn't have any expectations and they did, they did fine but they weren't the fastest athletes in the world and then once they saw what it's all about and then they got some expectations and goals and then the second year they're really, really fast. And now they're dominating. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can just see, like, this year it's, like, hopeless. You know, they're going to be so fast. And uh, it's really cool to see what introducing a new sport can do for somebody. And, and once they get their goals and set and their mindset on doing it and they do it, it's, it's just it's awesome to see those kids out there. Well, it's the Emily T. Gale Show on ESPNHawaii.com, talking with Grant Miller up here at BikeWorks Beach and Sport at the Queens Marketplace. And and it's always a pleasure. Grant got me on my first mountain bike, as I said, 27 years ago. <laughs> I always like to tell the story. got me set up with some panniers and everything I needed to go over to New Zealand and take a, a bike right. trip. And, and uh, just... We've been friends, and they're also longtime supporters of the Emily T. Gale Show, which I really awesome. appreciate Grant and Janet Higa-Miller yeah. for their uh, ongoing support. But one of my favorite stories about the, the triathlon clubs with the high school is um, Malik. Yes. And Malik, uh, what's his last name, Malik? Uh, Mariano. Mariano. Okay, so Malik, is, is uh, he's at college now. Yep. But a few years back, he discovered he loved soccer, but he realized he was not going to make the soccer team. Uh -huh. So he tells, told me this story when I had him on the show one time. So he joined the triathlon club, and then he realized that he really didn't love running and he really didn't love swimming, but he liked the biking. He started working with you uh, here at the store. He was biking. You gave them some support. He, he's become yeah. a terrific biker he's gone and done some of the u.s national juniors and just to watch how his his personality how his confidence everything how it's changed when he got into the triathlon club and discovered biking right talk about that because i mean it's been amazing how that has has and that's a, a story that's not unique it's, yeah, it's happening it's, with a lot of the kids that's true he he definitely um had the motivation mm -hmm. to put in the homework to do it like he he went to Konawina, I'm sorry, Kalakehe, and um, but lived out at Manawani, mm -hmm. and so he would ride his bike every day to school and back. And uh, 
I don't know, every day, but he wrote it a lot. Yeah. So suddenly, from the little scrawny teenager, he came into this super cyclist, and um, that's yeah. pretty unique, pretty cool to see. And within a couple of so. years, he was riding national events, going yeah. to the mainland, yeah. riding national yeah. events. Yeah. So. To me, the favorite line was when I said, Malik, how'd you get into cycling? He said, well, I love soccer and realized I was <laughs> never going to be on the soccer team. Right. But it just goes, there's a silver lining in everything. So those triathlon true. clubs and what David Wilde and everybody has done with, who Kristen is it? Uh, Kristen Olds yep. at, at uh, Kalakehe, I think. Yeah. And yeah. just wonderful what they've done. So some yeah. of the other things. There, um, the, people used to complain there's nothing for the kids to do other than surf and skateboard and recreation that you don't want your kids to do yeah. and uh, and now there's this whole new outlet and a lot of kids are doing it and it's and for cool. what i also love is that the fact that you know giving a lot of those kids jobs and i remember when sean uh, jesser was a uh, uh, worked with you years oh, ago yeah, he was yeah, in high yeah, school you yeah. know that you give the kids the, the jobs or let them you know be around the store and learn a little bit about the work life and being an entrepreneur and a small business person it gives them a different insight right. into the business world World, Make, I think. Makes them want to go to college. Exactly. <laughs> so Rich Bell's not here right now, but I, I love that Rich Bell started the um, the uh, training ride for the, the Century Ride for the Hawaii Cycling right, Club. Right. I have entered. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah awesome. I entered. So what I'm, I, yeah. are you going to do? I'm, I, well, it says you don't. 36 you didn't have to decide. We don't have to oh, decide okay. yet. So Just I entered to get myself going. I'm not usually goes. a group uh, rider right, and right. stuff, but this will be good for me. But I love how it all started. Rich's dad... Uh, had cancer, was, got into hospice, and Rich really wanted to do, uh, create an event that would help would hospice. help hospice. Yeah. Uh, originally, it was North Hawaii Hospice. Now it's uh, Hospice of Kona. But it's it's a wonderful event. Talk a little bit about the um, Hawaii Cycling Club, first of all. The, right. the club, the of Hawaii, which you're a big supporter of the, the Hawaii yeah, Cycling Club, too. There's many. <laughs> the Hawaii Cycling Club. Um, hey, how are you? Good. <laughs> um, the Hawaii Cycling Club started, geez, probably... Around 20 years ago. At least. Because yeah, when I first least. got here yeah. 30 years ago, I think Pete Shields, or uh, not Pete Shields, no, Gary Shields. Gary Shields, yeah. yeah. No, they definitely started it after 1990. Okay. I bet you 93 yeah. or something. But um, anyways, they um, are putting on this century ride, which consists of three events, actually. They have a 30, a 60, and a 100-mile ride. And... Um, Unless they change it, it's actually a 110-mile ride. I think they kind of just round it off, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the person yeah, who's going to yeah. do 100 can yeah. do the 110. Yeah. It's well, going to be on a, April 9th, by a, the way. It's a 1.1 it's a century ride. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, um, they're doing these 12 free classes to get people in shape, to um, get them safely, comfortably able to ride 30 or 60 or 100 miles. And... Um, it's a lot of fun and great fundraiser, and uh, it goes over the Kahala Mountains, which is one of our kind of signature rides uh-huh. on the island of Hawaii. And um, <laughs> and for the shorter ride, it's a nice, easy ride up and down the, yeah, the, 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 Tehavi the, and back the Queen and Kahamanu Highway. Doing part yeah. of the Ironman course. And, um, and Tony, but, uh, Tony, what's Tony's last name? Tony Friesen, Friesen. is um, 
in charge yeah. of she, this. She worked with the Hospice of Kona, so it's a dear to her heart. Right, you know, the raising right. the funds for for hospice. But yeah. but the event itself, they do such a nice job with Hawaii Cycling Club. You know, it's twenty dollars a year to be a member, and if, you know, just to, to support what they do, they do time trials. They they cater to the new rider. They cater to the experienced rider. I just think mm-hmm. their effort, and they have probably the funniest, best newsletters of anybody oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah they really have a great right. uh, newsletter that they send out so again uh, call tony at 989-8756 or go to uh hawaii cycling club uh and you know sign up yeah. for for the century ride i really i'm really excited that i i'm pleased that i have entered i'm you glad know, you entered too because i think it's, you're gonna do the 100 mile ride i don't it's know about that awesome. but i'll see where <laughs> i'm at when i get to that point yeah. i love our extra wide shoulders now on waikaloa road right i've been riding up there awesome. a little bit and getting used to what's downhill and what's up i i um i know you're gonna do i know you could do the 100 mile uh-huh. ride because one of the very first times I met you, I don't know if you remember this or not, okay. but you were doing a hundred mile run. Yes. And it was like the most ridiculous run I could ever think of doing. Because what they did is they basically ran around a small section of the old airport. Like imagine running around that um, the the holly down there. You're right. It was a 24 hour run. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know how far you ended up I went up going, 94 but, miles. Oh. Almost God, 100. You couldn't do six more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, Ran out but of anyways, 20 times. It was, it was like, it was like yeah. 100 yards by 100 yards or something. And, and I'm like, serious? That's what they're making you run around? But you did it. We did it. And, and, uh, and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned remember, that because there are times rem- when I'm out there going, how did I ever do run from, <laughs> yeah. from Hilo to Waimea when I right, did the, right. the saddle road by myself, yeah. things like that. It's but crazy. it's inspiring, you know, that to yeah. just keep on doing it. I go out and get my runs in, you know, four or five times a day up in the White Low Dry Forest a or week, wherever. And uh, what's that? A week, I hope. Uh, Not four, four or five, five times a day. Oh, four or five times a yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And I know you're getting like, out no running. Wonder I'm and so slow. You're having I'm some of your there. best runs and some uh, of your best times. You you did a, had a nice not, run with the Honolulu Marathon. I'm trying not to slow down too much. Although yesterday morning I slowed down a lot because I just rolled my ankle really bad. But um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do the run for hops now. Uh-huh. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm actually having fun trying to what keep off old age keep old age at bay and um i did actually have one of my fastest half marathons i've ever run um pr early i actually in november so i think i saw that yeah i've been just watching your times and and it you know when you say about old age you know it makes it so much we're going to get older anyway so it makes it so much more fun if we are staying active and having fun with it and and it's easy to say oh how did i ever used to do that but the the fun part of it is that you're still doing something yep you know never, and, and never, i love my it my advice I, is never stop absolutely <laughs> like, it can be I really, a lot of fun i really do believe the human body is meant to exercise and uh like just about every day and if you don't 
things go south pretty quick. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty nice feeling when yeah. you know when you just when you're feeling good about yourself, and that happens when yeah. you get outdoors. And you know, there's so many ways to to stay in shape. I always tell people like they can become a volunteer with the Wyclo Dry Forest Initiative, and they're up there yeah. planting trees planting, and doing things, outside. and they're whatever way you find it. Yeah, you know, yeah. to to get, and that's what I like about Bike Works Beach and Sport, which is where we are right now at Queens Marketplace and Bike Works Kono. You're not just about biking; it's about running. It's about being active it's swimming everything yeah. it's a run swim bike everything that you can yeah, imagine everything, recreational everything and, for the beach and encouraging people to be outdoors and enjoy the outdoors yeah. and you know uh, grant i just have to mention some of the things that you've done with bike works beach and sport and bike works corner you are real involved with the daniel sarah foundation and yes. you had the cinco de mile race the swim race and you were able to raise money so that they can have a sound system down at kahalu beach That's right and, I about that. and there's the sound system at hapuna so that the the lifeguards aren't using bullhorns right i mean all the things that you've been involved that's a in great, i think you forget great, how much you've done well yeah it's easy to forget at this age no no <laughs> uh, no it's 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 amazing how our community helps out and and everybody has a little part to make our community better and that's one way we do it is throw funds at good organizations like path and uh and the daniel memorial daniel share foundation yeah. which which you know uh frank and laura share uh, dr frank and laura share um, he's my dentist, and he's a Detroiter. Yeah, he's yeah. from Detroit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, you know they started it. It was a, a tragedy. They lost their son in a hiking accident up yeah. in Pohlu Valley almost uh, about 20 years ago. And when they watched the Hawaii County Fire Rescue try to recover Daniel's body and saw they were really in need of equipment, right. they vowed they were going to do everything they could to raise. Uh, money so that the Hawaii County Fire Department and Have Rescue Squad could yeah. get all get yeah. equipment. There's been over a million dollars, you know, it's but it's people amazing. like yourself and all the different businesses that have participated in their annual event and Labor Day weekend that uh, raises money yeah. and everything. So it's, it's a wonderful event, the Daniel Sarah really Foundation. Is. So Good just trip. a recap of things. We're talking with Grant at uh, Bike Works Beach and Sport. Coming up, the Run for Hops, March 11th, down by the BMW. You can go to pathhawaii.org and sign up or go into Bike Works. Coming up, and uh, March 31st is the 5K Run Walk Sunset Run out here at the Queens right. Marketplace, which is the kickoff to the Lava Man Waikoloa weekend. Great yeah. weekend for people to come out and watch the Lava Kids. Ellie, Lava Kids is on that day, right? You want to give a couple minutes on, on what the Lava Kids is all about? Because there's probably some families that don't know their kids can get involved in Lava Kids. Well, Lava Kids is on April 1st, and it'll be at the Hilton here um, at the Waikolo Beach Resort. And uh, we have a cakey dash for the kids that are six and under. And then we also have uh, Aklathon that's been going on now, I want to say, almost close to 15 years. And so we do age ranges from 7 to 14. And we have um, two different distances. We have um, a 100-meter swim and a 1K run for the 10 and under. And then the uh, 11 to 14, we actually have a 200-meter swim and a 2K run. 
and the kids get medals and T-shirts. And, oh, it's you know, wonderful it's, it's to, fun see, to see. Because they, they become part of the whole weekend with the oh. Lava Man Waikoloa being on Sunday with athletes from all over the world, right? You know, 1,500 uh, athletes participating in the Lava Man Waikoloa. So it's Ellie Sumick we're talking about, and Ellie is in charge of Lava, Lava Kids year-round and have events. It's always in Short Hops in West Hawaii today that do such a nice job of printing everything that we're all doing with sports. But uh, the Lava Kids, how could somebody part, you know, sign up to uh, get if involved with Lava Kids? If you go to our lavakids.org on the web, you can sign your child up if you're interested in getting them to um, participate in our Lava Kids uh, event, the Aqualathon, which is on April 1st. It's, it's wonderful because we kick the weekend off with the 5K run, which happens here at the, sun, the Sunset Run. On the Friday night On a Friday before. night before, and then the next day is actually our Lava Kids event, and then on Sunday, it's the this is, I believe, the 25th anniversary wow. of Lava Man. Can you believe that? 25 yeah. years? And, and uh, you know, you've, you've got a background of, you know, you did the Iron Man. And yeah, I think when you, you grew up in Javi, right? I grew up, well, in so Kapa'a also. So yeah. you watched the, uh, when you were a kid, you watched the Iron Man, you know, come up and do the turnaround up there and got inspired. And you've been with Bike Works for how long? And I've a long been, time now. I've been with Bike Works now five years. Can yeah. you believe it? Time's flying. So you've, you've been involved in bringing a lot of people into the sport of biking, running, swimming, and just enjoying, enjoying the outdoors. So, again, Lava Kids, go to lavakids.com. Org. Org and and get signed up and you know even if your kids have never been involved in anything it's a great start because every is it every month you have it every once a month? month once well once a month what we have is our Lava Kids um, Ohana run and it's free for the public down in Kona down in Kona and you meet at the West Hawaii Civic uh, County buildings mm-hmm. there and the run actually st- starts at like. We have everybody sign in by 7.30, so we can promptly start by 8. We have guest speakers that come in. Um, it's free for the public. Anyone can yeah. join. It, it's, you know, we're out there trying to get people out and active. I'm glad you get a chance to catch up with you because I've talked about it, but it's nice to hear you talk about it. You know, you've done a nice job of, of creating fun events. Well, it's know. not all about me. It's a, um, I, I work in conjunction with um, Claudia Kane and Ted Spitarelli. Okay. Of course, Jerry Roth has got a big hand because it's an offshoot of the Lava Man. Um, but it's, it's a, a group of us that all make it all happen. And, of course, there's, like, our volunteers. We can't do this without the volunteers. So people can go to lavakids.org if they want to sign up and volunteer with you too? Yeah, or they okay. can stop by here at, at Bike Bike Works, Works Beach and Sport. Sport. Come speak to me and I'll be happy because okay. we do need some help with the Lava Kids event. I am looking for volunteers, so come okay. and see me. Say hey. And uh, so let's see, is John still here? Where's yeah, John? Where's here. John? So I was, as I was right, thank you, Ellie. Nice to see you. And hey, Carolyn Comandini. Carolyn's over here at Bike Works Beach and Sport. And Carolyn, so, so talk a little bit about what, you, what you've what you discovered well, about the newbie. activity. I don't know anything here. I've but learned so much in the last three weeks. It's been wonderful. Yeah, and yeah. You, people, you see how many people come in here from all over the country. Tons huh? of athletes from all over the world come in yeah. here. It's amazing to rent a bike, uh, buy swimsuits, buy masks. Uh, all kinds of information, nutritional information we have and products for them. It's been really fun. Yeah, yeah I was surprised to Clothing. see you in here. And at the same you time, know. there have been many times when I've thought, I think I might have even mentioned it to you at yeah. times. you got to go down ago. to Bike Works yeah. and see about working there. I'm next. You guys know each other.
Oh yeah, for years we've been best friends, and so I'm probably the next one to say, "Great, you got a space for me?" Because I think I'd learn a lot Fair here. Enough. I think yeah. I could contribute in, we're, learn a lot. We're looking for somebody right now. So well, I'll, I'll chat with you about that because I know because I think it's the only way I'm really going to learn what I want to know about I don't a bike know that I put up. Have the ability to talk to our customers. Though. I could yeah. work on that. I could work <laughs> okay. on that. But John, you know, I was on my bike yesterday thinking I need to come in for the tune-up and that basic tune-up because I know it makes a difference. Rich did mine last time. What do you what do you call that? It was the poo poo Where is it up there? Okay, but that's just people when they when they get their bike, you know, just come in for kind of a tune up and like like taking your car in for you know to change the oil and and things like that. So talk a little bit about just basic maintenance for our bikes. What a difference it can make. Well, the big thing out here is keeping your bike clean, keeping the salt the salt off of it, and keeping your uh, your chain lubed. So we have uh, lots of issues with corrosion, and basically, uh, if your if your drivetrain isn't clean, it's slowing you down out there. So we can take care of that for you. You bring it in, we clean the bike, we make sure the chain is nice and lubed, and uh, you'll feel a difference. You'll go faster. Now, both of my bikes I bought through Bike Works, or maybe it was Bike Works Kona, but they were the rental bikes, mm -hmm. and I picked them up when they went on on sale, which was a nice a nice deal, and mm -hmm. they're good bikes. And mm -hmm. is there a season for that, or is that coming up? Yeah, typically after Ironman we do a lot of selling, and we also advertise on Craigslist uh, when we're swapping out the fleet. So Craigslist we put a we put a little list up that uh, we're selling the bikes, and usually typically after the big races, so after. Uh, Lava Man, Honu, and Iron Man. We have oh, some so bikes for after sale. Coming up in, after Lava Man, Usually so we, in April, maybe. We might have a few to sell, yeah. Okay, which, just to tell everybody, it's a, it's a great deal. Nice yeah. way to, if you want to have both a mountain bike and a road bike, uh, it's, it's a nice way to pick up your bike. So thanks, John. You hey, it. you've been here how long now? I uh, started working for Grant all, like in 2001 was the first time I worked for Grant. Really? Yep. And then left and came back? Yeah, or just part time, just back and forth. So oh, okay. Yep. So been been working for Grant when he was in uh, uh, three locations ago. So that would have been <laughs> like down in Lujia Street and then Okay. So three locations ago and on what's bike his name who's here from um, uh, Sedona? Uh, uh, Ramajan. Ramajan. John, John yeah. Kogan. I love yep. his book. He did yep. a great book about biking yep. in Sedona, the you know, the pioneer of a lot of the mountain biking in Sedona, but he's brought a lot of that uh, that energy and enthusiasm yep. to, to yep. bike work, speech, and, and, yep. and sport. So whether it's road bikes or whatever, there's somebody at, at the bike works that knows something about whichever aspect of biking or running or swimming or just being outdoors you like to like to partake in. Whatever it is that you want to do outside, we've got it. All right. So, again, there's Bike Works Beach and Sport at Queen's Marketplace. Uh, I'm so glad I walked in and said hello to see if Grant was here and what was going on because there's always plenty going on. And, and uh, so thank you, Carolyn and Ellie and Grant and John and everybody for saying nice things about Bikeworks Beach and Sport. In. Yeah. I hope we weren't too boring for you. No, it was great. Right. It was just right. kind of an overview because I'm always sharing about all the, the, the nice things that you yeah. do contributing to the community. And there's so many, like, like both of you have said, there's so many groups and individuals that it takes everybody. To, there's so, so many events. That's yeah. the amazing thing. And there's so many that, that are Don't all out there them. doing it. Yeah. Them. So just a quick run through. March 11th, the Run for Hops, the Brewers Festival down at BMW. You can register at pathhawaii.org or you can go into Bike Works Kona. 
put your entry in there coming up uh, uh, March 31st is the 5k run walk out here at the Queens Marketplace the bike work sponsored again another fundraiser for PATH to help with their their uh, bike safety education which is not just for the kids fourth graders but they have the adult one and the next one for adults right. is April 15th, April 15th. and uh, then also coming up the century ride on April 9th uh, put on by the Hawaii Cycling Club, and they also have another time trial between now and then. And then Ellie and the Lava Kids uh, every month, every month, something coming up. So check the org. And thanks, everyone, for listening to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And thank you, Grant and Janet Hickamiller, for your longtime support of the Emily right. T. Gale Show. Right. And, really, and friendship. All right. It's been a lot of years. Yeah, aloha. Well, we'll have to catch Rich Bell on another visit, but Rich, um, the the manager out at Bike Works Beach and Sport and the, the founder of the uh, the Century Ride, it's the benefit for Hospice of Kona. He created it and benefit Hospice of North Hawaii, and they've been sharing it. And just a really nice uh, story there, how he started that event. And um, talking about the trail cutting and everything, Another person that works a lot with Grant and uh, Jeff McDermott, and all, a whole group that are out there creating trails for people on mountain bikes, uh, Grant Matsutsugi. And, oh, my gosh, all the things that he does. And I, I want to mention him because of uh, someone who I met who's a writer in Detroit for a wonderful magazine called uh, Our magazine in Detroit, and he had called me about doing a story on uh, Say Nice Things About Detroit, T-shirts being the first T-shirts in Detroit back in the 70s, and and how it's all gone such full circle, and there's so many places. And then he told me a story when we were doing the interview about how we came to the Big Island, and he reached out to mountain bikers, and he said, what a warm welcome he got, and I think it was Grant picked him up, and they all went trail riding, and it just I love those stories of the of linking uh, people from the different communities and cities and towns and and uh, for me Detroit is a big one because it's my hometown I spend a lot of time there biking through the streets of Detroit with slow roll and other groups and and on my own a lot which is the way I always rode back in the 70s and 80s <laughs> every day in Detroit so it's awfully fun to to connect it all it's awfully fun to be healthy enough and and be so grateful that can keep uh, just whatever age we're at that we're healthy enough to enjoy the recreation and all the many ways that we can share recreation with people that come to Hawaii or when we go to other cities so um and I love talking about those stories here on the Emily T Gale show on ESPNHawaii.com for sure and uh, I love getting feedback from people about about talking about these things and I want to mention we talk about running biking swimming there's so many different ways to get your recreation and being outdoors and I had mentioned earlier in the show about the Waikoloa Dry Forest Initiative so that's a group you know that really gets you outdoors and up here in the I'm, I'm in Waikoloa Village where I live and up in the in the drylands and uh very fun another group uh, hawaii wildlife up in javi uh linda elliott always you know you're going to be out there working with with the uh, birds and she's been a real pioneer in terms of rehabbing uh birds and other wildlife and that's another way to you know being outdoors and being involved in the beautiful island of hawaii in many ways um 
Let's see, Waikoloa Canoe Club. I really want to mention they're they're doing a lot this year. They're a great club anyway, but they're based at A Bay, Nahomalu Bay at Waikoloa Beach Resort. And they've got their, you know, regatta teams, juniors. They have a new coach. And just a, it, they really add so much to the beach down there, right within the confines of Waikoloa Beach Resort, which is, is really nice. A lot of people aren't really aware of that beach and best of all lava lava beach club right there eric um from huggos so what a wonderful job they've done at creating a spot for locals and visitors visitors to sort of celebrate the evenings after busy days being outdoors and on tours and and all the many different things people do on our beautiful island of hawaii so uh, lucky we live Hawaii, and I again I love telling, being a, a storyteller and and having, sharing other people's stories. Um, I, f- I think it's, it feels like a a blessing, particularly when I walk in like today and find Grant there and have these conversations. It reminds me of how long I've had friendships. It's a surprise to see Carolyn working at Bike Works, and she's uh, been very part of the golfing community for many many years. Um, it just, uh, we, we're all, it's, it's a, there's so many more people that live here now, but it, we all have a lot of memories because a lot of us have been here a long time and it's fun to share all that with, with others and the visitors too. Again, it's the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPN, Hawaii.com. Also the shows are on Facebook at Emily T. Gale Talk Story or Emily T. Gale and iTunes podcasts and, uh, they're free. So I I enjoy that. People are getting it all different ways and listening. And gosh, I'm getting some interesting uh, messages from people. So that that's a lot of fun. I love weaving Detroit into into my shows. I'm going to try to get a hold of Jeff Warniak, uh, who did the story from our Detroit, and talk about his visit here. And and what a great time he had because the, the mountain biking community welcomed him, gave him such a warm welcome. So I'll see if I can reach Jeff. Have a conversation here on the Emily T. Gale Show. Well, I'm delighted to have Jeff, Jeff Warniak from Detroit on the line right now. I was talking about him yesterday when I left uh, Bike Works. We were talking about the mountain biking community on the big island. And uh, Jeff is a writer uh, in Detroit with our Detroit magazine, and he's an outdoor cycling enthusiast. And we met last year. and. And he had a nice story he told me about coming to the, the island of Hawaii. So, Jeff, thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me, Emily. I appreciate it. Happy to be on with you. You know, it was so fun to to meet you. Just to talk about later, you called me to do an interview about a story. And uh, then we met up in Detroit and had a wonderful conversation, had a lot of mutual friends. And, and you told me a wonderful story about coming to the Big Island uh, and, and how the uh, mountain biking community kind of welcomed you and really showed you a good time. Will you share that story? Absolutely, yeah. It's, uh, I had an a, a incredible experience um, about, it's actually just about two years ago now, uh, so mid-February, of 2015, I uh, went on vacation to the Big Island with with my girlfriend and her family. Um, we we rented a house up in Keohoe Estates. Um, it was beautiful, it had a, a gorgeous big house. We had quite a few people um, staying staying with us. Um, it's a beautiful house uh, with a nice pool and could watch the whales and everything. It was great. And uh, before before we had uh, set off on, on vacation, I had messaged uh, a couple of folks on the Big Island Mountain Biking Facebook page 
um, just to see if there was any opportunities to ride while I was there for a week, uh, 10 days. I can't remember what it was. Uh, so I just reached out on the Facebook page and, and asked if there was anything going on, if I could potentially meet up with some guys to ride. And uh, they responded immediately. And I think it was uh, Grant Matsushigi. I'm not sure how to pronounce yeah, his last that's, name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, he he was, you know, I'm sure, I think it was him or, or someone else responded and said, yeah, we're going on a, a ride uh, that weekend or whatever it was. Um, if you can find a way to get out, we'd love to show you around. And from there, I think I, I rented a bike at uh, Bike Works and uh, was was able to connect with a, a rider named Bruce Wacker. Um, yeah, yeah, another big he, islander. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was super gracious, and uh, like I, I think I messaged back on the main Facebook page, hey, like I, I rented a bike. Uh, I, I just needed to find a way to get out to wherever you guys are riding, which was going to be uh Calopa State Recreation Area or Calopa. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And uh he Bruce agreed to uh meet me and, and pick me up and, and take me out there to ride with everybody, uh which was just super, super kind. And uh we went out there, uh we had a great time. It was obviously my first experience riding in that kind of environment, sort of like a tropical forest uh environment and we went on a couple of trails and uh very different from the the types of trails that I'm used to riding here in Michigan and uh I'm I'm a younger guy I'm at the time I was 23 and uh I had a hard time keeping up with some of those older guys these older triathlete kind of guys um obviously super fit and on the the triathlon scene and everything um I come at, I come at mountain biking from more of like a enduro downhill kind of perspective so pedaling isn't always my strong suit but I like to go fast um but it was it was just a blast being able to have that experience and Grant and Bruce and the rest of the guys could not have been uh more open and willing to show me around and and just ride with me and I just had an incredible experience and it, it was, I think it really was some of that aloha spirit that you guys talk about in Hawaii I mean it was a beautiful day beautiful environment um that's a an experience that I I think about a lot, and I, I'm still friends with those guys on Facebook, and you know I see Grant's posts all the time. Uh, of he rides to work all the time, and he's just always sending out such positive messages. You know, hope hope everyone has a nice safe day out there, and it 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 brightens my day for sure. And like, it's nice to still have those connections and and think back to that that one day on the Big Island that I was able to do something I love mountain biking with, with a tremendous group of people. And one thing I will, I will also never forget is Bruce, um, again, kind enough to drive me out to go riding and then driving me back to where I was staying. And I was, you know, at the end where he's dropping me off, I was thanking him profusely. And he says, you know, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, all, all the best way to thank me would just to be uh, doing this for someone else, paying it forward. Um, you know, if you're ever in a position to, to do something like this for someone else where you can, you know, give them a ride or, or encourage them to come out on a bike ride or something, whatever you can do, just pay it forward. And I, that, that sticks with me for sure. Um, you know, so yeah, go ahead. 
it's such a you know when you were telling me the story i i I knew it was a memory that you'd have forever, but the thing is is that those kind of things go on day in and day out in the cycling community, the outdoor recreation community what the arts community whatever and it just shows how how much we can all make a difference with people and you know when people come to Detroit, I mean it, a lot of tourists come to Detroit and ride their bicycles and slow roll and all the different events that go on and and I love that and and Grant, you know, started with a little kiosk 27 years ago with a couple bikes, and and we were talking yesterday about you know thousands of people that they put on bikes or taken out on trails or you know got into the running scene or, or swimming or whatever. But just the the beauty of outdoors, and uh, it's Jeff Warniak we're talking with. Jeff is a, a writer in my hometown, Detroit, where I spend a lot of time keeping our Say Nice Things About Detroit uh, movement going, and Jeff has been a supporter in that regard. And and uh, you, you've just written so many great stories. I, mean, I haven't seen some of your National Geographic stories, but I certainly follow you in Hour, which is such a beautiful magazine. I just The presentation of Hour magazine, I know you've got to be proud to be a writer with it, but let's talk about some of the, the cycling scene in Detroit, you know, because it, that same... Spirit of Aloha is everywhere. Yeah, I, I feel, and and it really going on in Detroit. Um, Detroit right now has what? I think they have the the longest. What is it? Three of the nation's longest protected bike lanes under construction, and four more planned. So, just like Grant and I talked about yesterday, the importance of PATH here on the Big Island of Hawaii, PATH People's Advocacy for Trails Hawaii. Connecting people and places in Detroit. It's the Detroit Coalition with Todd Scott, uh, Greenways Coalition. Uh, so talk a little bit what's going on in Detroit regarding the cycling. You live right downtown, right near Belle Isle, one of the wonderful places for biking. So, so you know, share our listeners with uh, the, about the Detroit scene these days. Yeah, there's definitely the the cycling infrastructure here in Detroit is is growing all the time it seems and you have uh huge events like uh the weekly slow rolls that happen throughout the the spring summer and and into into the fall. Um you have thousands of Detroiters coming out every week to ride bikes in in a giant uh giant fun ride gets people outdoors, gets people exercising. Um Started uh, several years ago by Jason Hall and Mike McCool, um, and it's just it's just really taken off over the past few years. And they they actually in, include a membership now. And it, you know if you if you decide to become a member, if you can afford to become a member, uh, you get a cool T-shirt now. I know that. Um, and it it just seems to be getting more and more popular all the time. And it, what's really neat is you have people young and old on bikes. You have uh, people from Detroit proper on bikes. You have suburban Detroiters coming down to the city, which is, is great for uh, the economy and, and really just showing people what's here in Detroit. Obviously, uh, if you're from Metro Detroit, you know uh, a little bit about Detroit already. If you're not familiar with Detroit at all, um, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to see the city and see what's going on. And um, you have all kinds of, of other bike events, too. You have Tour Detroit, which happens every year. I know that the same organization that uh, organizes Tour Detroit, another group bike ride, um, is doing a, an event this year in April um, called the Rouge Athlon. That's, I, I believe it's going to be a, a 5K run followed by a 10K bike ride um, followed by a 5K run at the end. 
Um, yeah, they put on what five events. I was I was uh, proud to be the grand marshal for the Tour de Trois in September that's last right, year. That's right. Yeah, yeah it had about eight thousand bikers and, and Victoria Katsinski, longtime friend, and uh, and and just the, they what they have in May. They have the cycle in the spring, and they have the the ride across the bridge, and so many events. But at the same time, so many people in Detroit are commuters on bikes. That's where the sure. lifestyles change. And, in so many ways, and 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 you live right downtown there too. So you ride your bike to go do things, not just in events. I tend to be that kind of rider as well when I'm in Detroit. I have a fold-up bike in the trunk of my car, and I'll park it over by the Comerica Park and just ride around the city. And I, I do the slow roll. I'm a good, you know, friend of Jason's and Mike's, and I love seeing people. So it's both both of those lifestyles are going on right now, and and not just. Not just in Detroit, but on the Big Island, and it's just wonderful to see what what's happening with the the world of cycling. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, I I live in Detroit. I uh, to get to work, I I hop in the car every day. But every day when I'm getting out of the city, whether it's uh, I mean every season, I'm passing by numerous cyclists on on Lafayette, which is like the road I take to get to the highway every every morning. And it's really heartening to see. I mean, it's it's awesome to see that people are still riding throughout the winter, getting to work, commuting like that. And then um, definitely being on Belle Isle is always uh, just awesome to see so many people using that state park uh, all year round. And in the riverfront, too, the Detroit riverfront, um, there's always people biking, walking, running. Um, anytime I'm feeling down or, or feel like the, the city's, like, you know, just the, the weather's getting to you or something, you go out for a, 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 some kind of activity on the riverfront and you see that there are plenty of Detroiters um, who are interested more and more in, in outdoor activities. And I actually saw an article uh, a couple of weeks ago that named Detroit one of the, the least healthy cities in the country, which is sad, but I... I since I think because I am very much a, an outdoorsy guy and I like biking and running and outdoor activities, I feel like I see so many people nowadays um, engaging in those activities. And I try to uh, share that with people wherever I go, um, that Detroit does have a really cool um, outdoor sports scene, in addition to traditional sports, of course, um, but in in, in Detroit proper and in the metro area, there's plenty of opportunities to to ride your bike to get outside. Um, we have a we have a really unique place uh, on the Detroit River with the Great Lakes, with our forests and everything. Michigan's a, an awesome state for for outdoor recreation. And while it may be the the least healthy, it's getting uh, more healthy, and we we see that all the time. And and uh, I saw a comment you made in regards to that story, which, of course, I think it was in the New York Times or something. And I think your comment was, uh, what was it, least healthy but the best pizza. Yeah, yeah. They, they make it harder to be healthy here. We have our, we have our Tony Dog and we have our Detroit-style pizza. So much good, good so many good Ono grinds, as we would say, in Hawaii. So we're talking with Jeff Warniak. He's a writer with uh, – our uh, magazine, a beautiful magazine in Detroit, but he writes for all kinds of publications, done with Model D and Michigan Radio, and definitely a cycling enthusiast. I also saw uh, when Dan Gilbert made the announcement yesterday of the renderings of the tallest building in Detroit that you said maybe if your offices move back downtown, which I know you would like that. I'd like, I'd like, I'd always I've always reviewed R.J. King, you know, a little bit about 
about that. Of course, he's lived in downtown Detroit. You're, sure. Is RJ is your what? The publisher? No. What? What's he's the, the, he's the editor of our uh, D Business magazine. Uh, D Business, okay. Magazine to our Detroit magazine, yeah. And your editor at our Detroit, Steve Wilkie, right? Yeah. And uh, so there were a couple of stories I wanted to mention. You're talking about the riverfront and and the the ride down there. There's a, a friend of mine, John Zimmerman, there out in Austin now. He is uh, Laura Deerenfield, who used to be the director of PATH. She now is in Austin, Texas, handling for the city of Austin all the non-motorized plans and implementing things there. And and uh, Lisa Newskowski was out in Austin for uh, Lisa, who does the bike share in Detroit for downtown Detroit uh, development, mm-hmm. the Eric Larson, the, the, the whole group there. And she ran into... Um, Laura and also Tina Clothier from here. And that's what I love is the whole connection. They're meeting each other and from Detroit and Hawaii. And that's special to me because for 30 years I've always been connecting the two. They're such different types of lifestyle, but they integrate so nicely. There's so many people from Detroit that come to Hawaii. And I love it when people tell me they've been to Detroit. Grant, who is the one you rode with, Grant Metsusugi, uh, uh, He's been to Detroit. He loves it. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really fun when people have that experience of urban writing as well. And some of the uh, things that you wrote about, there's John Zimmerman has a group he does, uh, it's called Active Towns, and he was in a convention last June that was in Detroit. I can't remember the name of the group, but they were cycling enthusiasts, very uh, a dynamic group of people. And John made a lot of videos uh, down at the DeQuinder Cut and just his experience, he stayed at a B&B um, in Corktown, and it was his first time in Detroit. He made some wonderful videos about his experience. You know, he's someone who's from Boulder, now lives in Austin, but just what he shared about how how surprised he was at Detroit and the activity and the people out walking on the Dequinder Cut. So let's talk a little bit about that because right at the riverfront in Detroit, looking across to Canada, in the Millican State Park, is the Outdoor Adventure Center, and it's run by the Department of Natural Resources. And you wrote a beautiful story last year. Uh, I love their slogan. It's uh, uh, bringing up north downtown. Right. And they're, they're right there at the start of the Dequinder Cut where thousands of people ride their bikes and walk, and there's art shows. And it used to be the railroad tracks. So share a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, the, I, I love the Outdoor Adventure Center. So I, I'm a metro Detroiter, born and bred, grew up outside of the city. Like like we said, I, I live downtown in Detroit now. Um, but growing up, uh, I would always go up north. My family had a had a place um, sort of up in the very northern part of the mitten. Um, and that was always like our, our family getaway, uh, you know, summers spent uh with bicycles and and dirt bikes and in the winter snowmobiling and and just getting outside and and enjoying the lakes and uh being immersed in nature it had a profound effect on me um and and I've certainly realized that's a big part of what makes me who I am and what makes our state so special and it's it's really really neat to see that downtown um and uh at the outdoor adventure center where there's plenty of, of information and things to learn about Michigan's wildlife and our natural resources and our incredible waterways and everything. And it's it's a super fun place for, for adults and kids. Um, they have like snowmobile simulators and mountain biking simulators that 
kids who may have never been exposed to those things can kind of see what what it's like and and potentially foster an interest in those things. And I know that they do field trips all the time with kids from uh, all around Detroit, whether it's in the city or outside of the city. And um, I, it, it seems like they've just been super successful. They've had tremendous attendance numbers, which is just really, really, really cool to see. And um, I, right, being right there on the riverfront and the DeQuinder Cut, um, I, it, it's, it's perfectly placed. You have people who, for when when the Outdoor Adventure Center was being built, you know, there are plenty of people always peering into the windows, whether they're on a run or downtown walking on the riverfront. What's going on in there? What is this going to be? And I know that once it opened, everybody had to go check it out. They just had to see what, what was there because it's a very unique place. It's a, um, I'm not sure if it used to be a, a uh, they used to make boats in the building or something like that. It had some sort of connection with, Hen- with the Henry river. Ford actually. Henry Ford actually worked there as a yeah, teenager or something. As, yeah, as they a made, man, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's this, it's this giant three-story building that's just dedicated to Michigan's natural resources and wildlife. And uh, I, there's these really cool exhibits on, uh, of course, our, our deer and our elk and our uh, uh, our mining history and all that kind of stuff, geologic history. And, it, you know, I remember there's a, a section dedicated to environmental sustainability and everything which is, I think, becoming more and more important all the time here in Michigan. We are a, obviously a tremendous resource of, of fresh water and um, our forestry and everything. Um, it, it's something that, whether you're a city dweller or not, um, is something to really pay attention to and hopefully for, for younger folks to uh, develop a passion for. And I think that's what the Outdoor Adventure Center is certainly doing. And there it is, you know, you can park your bike there and then you can go ride the DeQuinder Cut that goes under some of the bridges and as I say, it was the old railroad tracks and, and it goes all the way up to Easter Market, which is one of the best farmers market in the country. Uh, it, so you're riding in an urban setting and uh, where there's no car traffic, riding on the DeQuinder Cut. So I, I think Jeff, Jeff Morniak is who we're speaking with. Uh, Jeff is a writer based in Detroit, but uh, certainly a cycling and outdoor enthusiast. Lives in downtown Detroit. We met last year under some really nice circumstances. And, and, uh, I think we would both, you know, really encourage people to, 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 to make, plan a trip to Detroit. And of course, Michigan, their slogan is pure Michigan. And that's an understatement because there's, there's just so much going on. People are always surprised when they say there's more golf played in Michigan per capita than anywhere in the country. And they, they're surprised, but it's true. Uh, it's just a great recreational state. It's a great sports minded city. In fact, uh, I saw a story you wrote, Jeff, about, uh, and I always thought this was a fascinating story. I didn't know about it until a couple of years ago that in 1935 and 36, Detroit was the city of champions. They won their first championship in baseball, football, and basketball, right? That's right, yeah. And then the, uh, the, before they were the Red Wings, uh, that team also won their championship. And then there were, there was a slew of, Detroiters in all kinds of different sports, whether it was boat racing or pistol shooting, all those all those kinds of uh, other sports, tertiary sports. Folks from Detroit seemed to win in in all those different sports, and there was it all kind of came together. I think it was 1936 at the Masonic Temple. Uh, the mayor uh, held held an event to celebrate these tremendous achievements of 
Detroit athletes um, in this this City of Champions celebration, and that was yeah 1935 1936 sports season. Um, it, there was there was a a big ceremony. Uh, I believe Joe Lewis was in attendance. He was athlete of the year as well. So that's, you know, that's right. definitely Detroit's year for champions. But it is a great sports town, and with the baseball season getting underway right now, and and uh, uh, Mike Illich, who is the owner of the Detroit Tigers and Red Wings, just recently passed away. The owner of Little Caesars. I remember Mike so well back in the '70s when he had his uh, softball league. The team, he just, he, you know, it wasn't like he just came on the scene and owned the Red Wings and the Tigers. He'd been at it for a long time before he owned those those uh, teams. He started with a little pizza parlor, and the largest municipal project is being built in Detroit right now called Dist- Detroit District, uh, new stadium for the, the, the Red Wings, and, of course, now uh, Tom Gore, who's the owner of the Detroit Pistons, who's a Detroiter as well, uh, moving down to Detroit. So all the sports teams will be in Detroit. Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers and Quicken Loans, has all his employees working downtown Detroit. And, uh, you know, just it's, it's pretty amazing what's going on. It really is. And it, it feels like there's there's stuff happening all the time. I mean, like we were talking about on the, on the former site of Hudson's Detroit's giant department store that was just such a, a fixture of, of downtown Detroit for so many years. Um, that site will potentially be turned into um, what will become, perhaps, um, uh, the, the tallest building in Detroit, you know, even taller than the GM's Renaissance Center right downtown. So perhaps we are looking at a uh, a change in Detroit's skyline, which is it's huge. I mean, just uh, from uh, a visual standpoint to see what's changing in Detroit. There's so much change happening, even on my in my neighborhood, sort of in my Rivertown neighborhood, right by Detroit's Belle Isle, there's there's so many uh, loft developments, condo developments, apartment complexes popping up. Um, the city certainly still has a long way to go. I mean, you, you think about the schools and um, crime is still certainly an, an issue, um, but there's a lot of economic development taking place right now, and, and it is certainly um, centered in downtown and in, in midtown, just sort of the neighborhood north of Detroit. And Detroit's a really large city, um, and there's a, a ton of neighborhoods that still need a lot of attention and need a lot of work. Um, but uh, with the, the mayor's certainly trying to uh, focus more on, on neighborhood development and stuff like that. And um, we've got a long way to go, but right now it's it's really nice to see so much happening in terms of economic development and 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 people just the 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 energy in the city i think is is very different than what it's been in in years past and i think it really does come down to the people like we were talking about earlier visiting the big island and and connecting with some mountain bikers and other people there feeling that aloha spirit and just having these these one-on-one connections with people in hawaii it's definitely the same here in detroit um detroit has has a reputation of being kind of a a tough, gritty town, but um, I think most people find uh, a, a spirit of, of collaboration here rather than competition. Um, people want to get to know you. People want to say hello. If you go for a walk on the riverfront or if you're down in Belle Isle, people are going to wave at you when you pass by. People are going to say hello, and that's something that uh, I've always uh, liked to share with people uh, if they haven't been to Detroit 
uh, if they haven't been to Michigan. Uh, I think, at least in my experience, I've, there are a ton of friendly people here. Uh, we're, we're a friendly bunch. Well, your neighborhood is my old neighborhood. Of course, down there by Belle Isle and, and along Jefferson and West Village. And you and I uh, had coffee at the Red Hook Coffee Shop in, in West Village, where I lived for many, many years in that area. And, you know, it's just, it's just life recycling itself and hopefully always, you know, growing with it. And even with our Say Nice Things About Detroit movement, we started in the late 70s, which is still going strong. It wasn't everything's great. It was like, you can focus on the good things that are going on while there's so many that are working on improving other areas. And I think uh, you and I would both concur that whether, you know, when you're in in Hawaii, you're enjoying Hawaii, the same nice things about Detroit, and all the Detroiters that come to Hawaii, when they're in mm-hmm. Detroit, they're always saying nice things about Hawaii. So, you know, we can all be ambassadors for each other's community and, and uh at the same time, be part of making our communities better, and that's the that's the great thing about life. So, Jeff, it's just a pleasure to be in touch with you. I'll see you in May or June, and we'll take a bike ride together. And uh, really enjoy enjoy staying in touch. I appreciate it. And it's Jeff Morniak. We've been talking with a, a writer in Detroit with Our Magazine. You can uh, Our Magazine, of course, is at ourdetroit.com. Ourdetroit.com, yep. Yeah, beautiful. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I have this open every day, the story you wrote when you and I met by phone, Branches on the Evolutionary Tea. I'm just going to read the first paragraph because I loved it. You, you kicked it off with, uh, uh, in the 1970s and 80s, Detroit retailer Emily T. Gale took exception to the city's unfortunate murder capital of the world moniker. Seeking to paint Detroit in a more positive light, she came up with her own alternative message. Say nice things about Detroit, and then you go on. But I love, you know, John Schultz, uh, I think, led you to me, and I love that you took the time to do it because you really, you got into the history of it, and you got into the fact that whether it's, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, or whatever, there's so many people trying to do good things in their community. And it's fun when a writer like yourself digs into the history a little bit. So I always appreciated that. Oh, you bet, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thank you so much for that. And, of course, it's, it's Boston and do a nice friendship. And and uh, that's the great thing about life is connecting all the little threads of history together. It's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, and obviously the the, the Say Nice Things About Detroit slogan is something that, that really resonated, resonated with me personally, continues to resonate with me personally. And uh, anytime, like you said, we can be ambassadors of our community no matter where we are, uh, um, it's an important thing to do, and, and certainly here in Detroit, um, there's a lot of nice things to say, and, and I like to say them loud and proud, as do you. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, Jeff. Well, thanks so much, Jeff Warniak uh, from Detroit, my hometown, and uh, I just feel so grateful that I've got a foot in Hawaii community and a foot in or my heart, my heart in both communities, and it's fun to share it with, with everybody, and I'll see you, see you in a few months, Jeff. Sounds Take good, care. Emily. Appreciate Looking forward it. To it. Okay. Thank you so much. It's the Emily Tegale Show here on ESPN Hawaii.com. Made a, a brief reference to the bike share both in Detroit, which is going online in Detroit soon, but in, in Kona here, Tina Clothier has set up the bike share program uh, under the umbrella of PATH. And there's one of the stations is at Halehalavai. One is at... Um, the King Kamehameha Kona Beach Hotel out in front, and then another one over by Huggos. And what a wonderful program that is. I think it's $3.50. You run a bike for a half hour, and you, 
just I mean, it just shows Kona's way ahead of a lot of places in that regard of getting the bike share in. Also, um, just a, a kind of kudos out to a path for their efforts to be supportive of PNAN and uh, the continued use after so many years of using the pier for all his his events that he puts on. Um, so they, they they step in and they they play a lot of roles in terms of how to uh, create places where people can not just ride their bikes and and hike and but also where they can take their dogs for walks like the up in Coloco and the Wailua Trail that Grant referenced earlier in our in our show and in Detroit uh Shinola Shinola's done a great job creating the uh dog park right in the Midtown area I had the pleasure of cutting the ribbon for the the dog park opening that Shinola had a couple of years ago Shinola I think a great caretaker of the Say Nice Things About Detroit movement in the sense that they have their hashtag Say Nice Things campaign, and they've been very respectful to me in that regard. So um, life is good, being able to be a part of both communities and, and create new friends and reconnect with old friends and, and bring people together in both communities. I really love it, and I'm grateful to uh, ESPN. Hawaii.com Pacific Radio Group, which is also uh, Kappa and KBIG Radio and um, what is it? The Beat. So they do a nice job and I appreciate Josh Pacheco's support and getting my shows up every week. Also a big thank you to J.R. DeGroote for his his support and uh, putting the the guest lineups in the paper every week. That means a lot to me, and um, I, what means even more to me is hearing from so many of you about the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPN, Hawaii.com. Aloha.